I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up and sharing something we've really enjoyed from the past few weeks, and then we go on to discuss a topic that we feel is really relevant to right now. These are often the types of things that a lot of people think about, but don't usually discuss. If you enjoy this episode or any of our other episodes, please don't forget to hit subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're listening on. So my love, how are you doing? Much better after getting through that intro. <laughs> it was a struggle. You know, there's moments where you can't stop laughing. Yeah, we just example. we just tried to do that intro probably about 10 times, but got the giggles. <laughs> I love getting the giggles though, don't you? Because I just, I love laughing. I know it sounds really stupid, but... No, just, it feels good. It's like a Saturday morning, you're having a laugh. Like It, it is nice. It is good. It's good for the soul. It is. Oh, but this week I've been, what have I been doing? Oh, this is like a revelation to me. I realise it's not that much of a revelation, but I've been going on walks in the evening. Now it's light so late and it is so, so nice. It's a real nice way to end the day and really cut off from, from like working and being busy and just going for a walk when it's the sun setting. I've been Mm. really, really loving that. I had that thing last night though where I looked out the window at 9pm and it was still light and I just couldn't get over how brilliant that is. I know we talk about that our love of summer a lot but oh, the light evenings, even though it is miserable as sin during the day, I yeah. love the light evenings. Yeah, whenever I have a, a video call with Taylor, we usually do it like once a week on a Friday and last night he could see the window behind me and it was like 9pm and still light and he was just baffled by it, like just absolutely amazed by it and then I get amazed that other people are amazed by that I guess because it's not the same everywhere else and I always forget that which sounds like a really stupid thing to say no I guess he's a lot closer to the equator isn't he yeah it doesn't vary as much in Florida my god that's mad yeah so anyway what have you been up to this week not a lot to be perfectly honest um I finally got my hair done which oh my god it just felt so good to have someone else wash my hair the colors refreshed it just, it's been a long old time, five months since I last had my hair done. Um, so that was very, very exciting. And then not a lot else. I've actually started doing bar classes again, which, my God, I'd forgotten how much bar burns. But <laughs> um, it does feel quite good to be moving again. So nothing too crazy and exciting, but it's my birthday next week. Oh my God. Is it my birthday the day this goes live? No. Day after. Day after. Oh, I'm excited. Why do I know that and you don't? I'm very confused with the days. The excitement's just too much for me. Um, but I'm very excited because we're going to go to Bath for the day, hopefully. And I'm seeing people from work, which will be lovely. I get to see you. I'm just excited to do things and, like, I think it's going to feel semi-normal. It is very exciting that from Monday, obviously, things are easing a bit more. And I know it's not it's not back to normal, but it's it's definitely feeling a lot more... I don't know, maybe it's because I feel like I'm coming to terms with the easing of restrictions a bit more. Like it still makes me a bit nervous, but I do feel like I'm enjoying like being able to take advantage of them. Like not a crazy amount, but like I'm going to the pub this afternoon and I'm really excited for that. Whereas probably a month ago, I would have been super nervous about doing that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm excited for? Being able to go out for dinner and if it's cold, sit inside. In the UK, we've only been allowed to eat and drink at like restaurants and pubs if you can sit outside um and even though it's may it feels more like october 
It's so, not a warm May. No, it is not. Last May was so hot. I got sunburnt on my birthday last year. It's not happening this year, is it? Um, I hate to say it. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean, it better not rain because it'll be the first birthday I've had where it's rained. So I keep te- you. It better not rain because I keep telling people that it never rains on Charlotte's birthday. And they're like, oh, well, I guess I should plan stuff for the 20th. Yeah. Honestly, the only time it's rained, do you remember when you surprised me at Alex's and it rained for like 30 seconds in the morning? Uh, I don't remember. But... Okay, it was a very brief rain. That is the only rain I've ever had on my birthday. So I can't break a tradition of nearly 27 years. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it and hope for no rain. Do you want to share your recommendation this week? Oh yes, I'm very excited about my recommendation this week. It is a podcast and it is Christina Galbato's podcast, Her Life by Design. Um, For anyone who doesn't know who Christina is, she's, to me, she's like one of the OG influencers. Um, And she's built this amazing business and career. And now her podcast is focused on kind of everything from influencer marketing to like women in the workplace and just generally like mindset and career advice for for ambitious women so it's a really like positive but practical podcast I definitely recommend giving it a listen in general anyway but the episode that I listened to this week was one with um, a licensed psychologist Dr Lisa Orbe Austin and she's a psychologist and also an executive coach So she works with like high potential managers and executives. Um, And the episode was talking about fear and imposter syndrome. And it was so, so interesting. She was saying as a psychologist that works in the field, she sees imposter syndrome present itself mostly in highly successful and high achieving people. And that's because they have trouble internalizing the achievements that they have. And she said, there's like so many things that, contribute to that as you go through life so if you um if you're an only child or if you were like the in inverted commas like smart child or if a lot of pressure was put on you at school or on a specific talent that you might have had when you were younger it was seen as like proof of what you should achieve and then you grew up with having this pressure of having to be a high achiever and as a consequence your fear of failure was even bigger because you were never taught that failure was a part of that growth and it was just really really interesting to listen to and she covered a lot of the things that we've spoken about before but it was interesting to hear it from a a professional who worked in the field and she was talking about how that fear of that learning to fail is part of how you overcome perfectionism and then rather than comparing and being jealous you should see what other people are achieving as an example of what you can achieve and how comparing yourself is already so limiting because you think you see you see successful people and you think that that's what you have to be and she was speaking about it specifically because obviously Christina is like originally she was an influencer and now she's built this business and she was saying how especially in an industry like that it is so harmful to compare yourself to other people's success because the whole point of you being in the online space is bringing your own unique voice forward and comparing your success to others isn't is not going to bring your uniqueness forward you should learn from others and then use it to bring your your uniqueness to the table and that's how you'll be able to grow in a business and in the online world so yeah there was a lot of facets to it but it was so so interesting to hear a professional talk about it from her perspective from like childhood all the way through to 
to kind of digital online marketing. That sounds so interesting. Um, that sounded really sarcastic. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to. It genuinely <laughs> sounds really interesting. And the whole thing about imposter syndrome in particular, like that, I love that discussion. I think it's a really interesting one to have. Um, I'm going to go give that a listen. And I will listen to the whole podcast too, because I like the idea about hearing different definitions of success. I mean, it's perfect for this week's discussion topic, isn't it? I may or may um, not have planned that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the seamless segue. Um, but no, that is really interesting. And really, I think embracing failure as a way to learn is really important. It's mm-hmm. just a really, it's really easy to say. It's a really uncomfortable thing to go through. But I think the more we all kind of say there are positives to it and there are lessons that can come out of it, the more we believe that ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And she's she's only recently started moving into the mindset side of things on her podcast, but there's so many interesting episodes on there. I highly recommend giving a few of them a listen. I mean, it's been, I don't know how long her podcast's been going, but there's tons of episodes um, and she's really interesting to kind of hear and learn about her life. And obviously she entered the online world and influencer space at such an early stage so it's interesting to hear about her transition through through that as well Mm, it's such an interesting industry I think because it has changed so much Mm -hmm. and it's only been around for like a handful of years Um, I'm gonna go give that a listen later today yay what's your recommendation this week so I can't believe you've not recommended this before um it's a movie and it's the complete opposite end to what you've just recommended like this is not a useful or like cultural um kind of like recommendation but last weekend I think it was me and Alex watched Six Underground have you seen it no I'm really surprised you haven't um it's a Ryan Reynolds film which is part of the reason why I'm surprised you haven't watched it. Um, it's on Netflix and it's an action movie. And I just, I can't believe you've not watched it. Like a, we were watching it like, hell, you would love this movie. Um, and it's about a like a billionaire tech guy who um, creates, who like fakes his own death and then comes back as like, he calls it like a ghost. And he recruits other people to do similar things. And they go and basically write what is wrong with the world. Um it's really it's very like violent action like if you are squeamish and you don't like blood and that sort of thing this is not the movie for you like big caveat there but it's really interesting um really interesting concept and it's just like a I don't say fun feels like the wrong word but it is kind of like a fun over dramatic very Ryan Reynolds tongue-in-cheek like that sort of Deadpool humor oh Um, yeah and it's like that perfect escapism on a Saturday afternoon when you just want something that is a bit more like it's not it doesn't take itself too seriously it is just a fun kind of ridiculous movie um but it was a really interesting concept and I haven't watched anything similar before so I would recommend I'm shocked you haven't seen it do you know what so I've just looked it up I actually started watching it one time and I I specifically remember getting distracted and then I was annoyed with myself because I didn't know what was happening in the movie so I turned it off and I didn't remember that that was what it's called, but I've just recognised the the like cover, the photo of it. Um, maybe I need to go back and give it a try because I obviously wasn't concentrating properly when I did try and watch it. You definitely need to be able to concentrate to watch this movie. Um, a lot of it is very far-fetched, so I feel like if you're not concentrating, it's not all going to link together. Um, 
but it's really interesting. They're doing a second one as well, which I always think oh. is a good sign. Um, and if you enjoyed Hitman's Bodyguard or you enjoyed Deadpool, then you'll probably enjoy this. It's that sort of genre. Side note, did you know there is a Hitman Bodyguard 2 coming out? No way. Oh my God, it's, it's one like of my favourites. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard or something like that. Um, I'm going to send you the trailer for it after we finish recording. I We were watching it last weekend like, oh my God, there's a second movie. Because anyone who's listened for a while will know that not only are we both big Ryan Reynolds fans, but we do love Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, so much. <laughs> it's just such a good movie. Um, so yeah, there's a second one of that coming too. So if you, if that's the kind of film you enjoy, I would really recommend. It's on Netflix. A good mindless afternoon entertainment. Amazing. I might actually... Do you know what? I was going to treat myself to a bath this weekend, which I know is radical for me because I hate baths Wild. traditionally. Um, maybe I'll have like a pamper weekend and watch that. Yes, I think you'll enjoy it. I want to hear what you think when you finish it. Okay. On this week's episode, we wanted to talk about different definitions of and different perceptions of success. Success is often classified by society as having money or having a successful career or the perfect family. But obviously we've discussed this before and those are what the societal norms of success are deemed to be. Um, but those those expectations aren't what everyone wants in their lives. And as a consequence, the definition of success is totally subjective and different for everyone. So we wanted to discuss that today and also why understanding your own idea of success is so important. I feel like the last year has really highlighted this, hasn't it? Like before mm -hmm. there was a really set structure of what success was and how you would become successful. And I think that definitely still exists, but def it's definitely opened my eyes in the past year to different ideas of how I could be successful and how success is so, for a start, so subjective, but also mm -hmm. so um, fluid and it can change at different points in your life and it's almost got different layers to it. It isn't just a one size fits all. And I think that's such a brilliant thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like the reason, at least for me, and I feel like you might agree, but the reason why it's become something that's, something that we're thinking about more after the past year is because I, I feel like it is very aligned with your priorities and what's important to you in your own life. Mm, definitely. I think... For me, like I had this idea of what success would be, particularly in terms of like career and things like that. And it was a very, what I would call it like, quite a traditional idea of success. Yeah. Um, And I didn't think I could, I don't want to say have it all. That's definitely the wrong way of putting it. But I didn't think I could have that type of career and that sort of success in my career and also work from home and have a good work-life balance. And actually, because of the last year, it's completely changed what I do and how I do it. And so it's almost opened up new ideas for me. Do you, I imagine you feel quite similar given that your job is completely different now to how it was 12 months ago. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think back to when we graduated from uni, to me, success was moving to London, getting a, a job, a very, like having a very set traditional career path and earning a certain amount of money. That, and exactly like you said, that was such a traditional outlook. And it's not, it's not the wrong outlook either. Like I want to stress that if mm. that's what your idea of success is, that's absolutely fine. And I think over the past five years or so, I've really kind of understood that having a balance is more important and money's never been something that's a priority for me, but I want, 
like my idea of success is having freedom and I understand that a certain proportion of that is having the money to be able to do that yeah but over the last year exactly that I've obviously my job has completely changed and I now work for myself and it has really made me realize that I can have that balance between doing something I love but also having the freedom to do what I want and also have the time to take care of myself and that aspect is something I never expected to deem successful but having the capability and the time to take more care of myself has become a really big factor for me. I couldn't agree more like I never really saw before like being able to say I don't know like in the evening I'm gonna have a bath or I've got time to work out or those sort of things that just make me feel good and don't have any real benefit to like the idea of success as it were I never saw having the time to do those as success and being on a path that was taking me in the right direction whereas now I can completely acknowledge that having a lie-in on a Saturday is something I'm fortunate to be able to do and I've worked hard to be able to do and that in itself is success because I have the luxury of being able to do that yeah. Whereas I think a year or two ago, I would have said, oh my God, I've slept in on a weekend. That's a huge failure. It means I'm not being productive. I'm not, you know, I'm not working every second of every day. Whereas now I can see actually sleeping a bit longer makes me feel better. It helps my creativity. It helps me find more balance. It aids success in a bigger way. I do really think it speaks to the idea that success is more of a state of mind. Oh yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah, it 100% is. I mean, it's just so varied and we're not, we're not telling people what your idea of success should be. That's the whole point of this episode. Like success for you could be earning over hundred K a year, or it could be becoming a mother and being a stay at home mom, or it could be becoming a CEO or owning your own firm or like whatever it is. I think the whole point of having this discussion is understanding how important it is to, to know your priorities and define what you want success to be because I probably was not aware of how important that was for for the trajectory of my own life until this year yeah I definitely didn't realize I felt that anything that wasn't on a very set path was a failure almost or at least not contributing to success and I couldn't see the benefit of anything else whereas actually when you start to realize how many different elements of success there are and how many different ways you could be successful it opens up so many more options. I think it makes you more open to different ideas and that your life might go in a different direction. And it's also, I think, a really good way to make you feel a bit more grateful for what you have. Because Mm -hmm. we almost view success as an end goal, as a destination, somewhere we will get to. But success doesn't come to you in one neatly packaged way. Like it's different elements. Like a couple of years ago, I could never have afforded to just like order a takeout whenever I fancied it. Whereas now I can. And so actually when I do that and I treat myself and I'm like, oh, that feeling is success because it's a marked change. And, you know, hopefully I'll still be able to do that in the future if I choose to, but it's like a little bit closer to the end goal of success rather than, oh my God, I've made it and I've got everything in one go. I think you're absolutely right that success isn't some end goal and it does constantly evolve. I mean, we've said that already, how different it's been for us both over the past year. There was a quote from Mike Michalowicz, who is the toilet paper entrepreneur. Um, Amazing. I love that as a title. I mean, it's his 
business but <laughs> um but he said success is a moving target I don't think we ever achieve it or at least our or at least in our own minds but I do know this if you think you've achieved your greatest success you clearly have decided to stop pushing yourself oh yeah and I think that's the thing like it does constantly change like yes I'm I'm happy in my job right now but maybe in five years time I want to do something different or I'll have a different idea of success or I might want to I don't know, settle down somewhere or, and and then that might become my idea of success. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you ever achieve it. And I think that's fine because as humans, we always want to aim for something more. There's always something else. I mean, we spoke about that in the arrival fallacy episode. Yeah, I think as well, it's a really positive thing. I think sometimes we can think that not getting to the point of success is a negative, but actually that's where the fun is and I think we said this in arrival fallacy as well like it's the journey that is the fun bit the interesting bit the part that you enjoy and therefore you should make the most of and the same is definitely true for success it's a really positive thing that it changes that there are different interpretations because it allows you to integrate with different people and see different options and that gives you the ability to let success transform as well I think if we all had a fixed idea of success that we had when we are a younger age and then we only hold on to that and aren't open to any ideas we're always going to feel a bit like we failed because what is seen as successful when you're 20 just cannot be the same as when you're 40 or 50 because life changes so much yeah yeah I totally agree and off the back of that I think that's why why you need to know what your own version of success is because you can end up comparing yourself to other people's version of success and to an extent maybe maybe that's helpful because I mean like that Christina Galbato episode saying seeing what other people succeed in gives you the opportunity to see what you could be capable of and then do more but I think it's easy to see other people's success and then be jealous or compare yourself but in reality their version of success and their priorities are so so different from what yours are and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the version of success that you want or need mm, and it goes back to that thing as well isn't it that you only know what someone lets you know about them that yeah. you might look at someone and go oh my god they're really successful because they've got x y and z but you don't know their true motivation for it you don't know if that's how they're deeming something to be successful you don't know what their priorities are longer term so there really isn't a lot of value in comparison. I think if you can use it to inspire yourself and almost give you that um, confirmation that it's possible, then brilliant. Like I'm all for that. But actively comparing yourself, saying so-and-so does this, why aren't I, why can't I, all of that sort of thing, it puts you in a much more negative mindset. Whereas I think to be successful, you need to harness a more positive mindset. Yeah, I I definitely get that. And there's a really interesting article on Cosmopolitan that was 10 ways to reach your definition of success. Oh, I love that. I definitely recommend giving it a read. It has some really interesting perspectives. It's written by a beauty industry expert. And one of the big things that she said really helped her with her definition of success and not comparing herself to other people is she stopped worrying about her 10 year plan. Mm. And because she realized that when she was younger, blogging and like digital marketing and online video tutorials didn't even exist. And then now that's how she makes her career. And she's just making the point that don't feel like you're not achieving what you want to achieve or you're not achieving success when the reality is in five years time, you could be doing something that doesn't even exist yet. 
and that might become your success. Yes, I couldn't agree with this anymore and I say it so often but when I was at school I always thought I wouldn't be successful because I had no idea what I wanted to do but in reality my job just didn't exist yet and now I love my job and I would say I'm successful in my job not in an arrogant way just in that I've achieved things I've wanted to achieve in it. And you should own your success totally. Well yeah there's that too maybe that's a whole other conversation for us to have um, but I wouldn't have necessarily thought that I would deem myself as successful at this point because I didn't even know something existed and I couldn't agree with that more like the second the second I threw the idea of a five-year plan a 10-year plan out of the window and just kind of realized well the thing I'm happy in didn't exist before so who am I to think I'm going to be able to predict the future and what's going to be a thing in the future honestly I felt more successful because I wasn't comparing myself to something that didn't exist yeah, and obviously that doesn't mean you can't have goals and oh, things you want to aspire towards. But it goes back to that idea that su- success is always evolving. Yes. And it's so subjective. And you can't you can't kind of try and predict what your success mm. is going to be in, in five years' time for reasons exactly like that. And again, because of the past year, 18 months ago, we could not have predicted that this would happen, that there would be a global pandemic. But now I realise like part of what's successful for me is being able to invest in taking care of myself and all of that. And again, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to to do that and have that balance that, I mean, not perfect by any means. I haven't found the perfect balance, but I do feel like my life is a lot more balanced now. And that's a, a kind of an idea of success that I'd never even considered before. And now it's a real priority. Yeah. And I think in terms of like goals and success you can definitely be goal orientated and you know we both love a plan (laughs) like you can have ambition and plan but it's almost not making that the same as success so if the plan doesn't go how you expected or you change your goal or there are delays you don't see that as a failure yeah I think that's the difference yeah, but you don't have success without having failures, which sounds very like it just it sounds a bit woo woo, but you're going to have a lot of failures along the way and they're all going to be part of the growth towards success. Mm, yeah, and I think we all have like a responsibility to ourselves to see what we frame as success and what we don't frame as success. Like, of course, there are some things you're going to look at and go, now nah, I messed up there. Like, that was a failure that really didn't work. But there are also things that might seem more you know smaller and mundane like being able to have a bath on a Saturday afternoon or take care of yourself it's your responsibility to frame that as a success rather than having someone tell you that it's a success because it's subjective yeah and in along the same vein your idea of success can change so much and again not giving yourself a hard time for that because Mm. for ages I gave myself a hard time for leaving publishing and not moving to London and following my dream career obviously now I realize that that's like that's not a dream for me anymore that's not Mm. what's right for me it doesn't mean it isn't right for someone for for many people that's the perfect thing but for me I realize like following following my passions and doing something I love is more important than or was more of a priority for me than following this traditional career path that I thought I should follow Yeah, I think once you work out what your priorities are, it's easier to determine what your idea of success is. 
And all the time mm-hmm. you're open to priorities changing because that's part of life. You can be open to different ideas of success. And it's exactly it's exactly that quote, isn't it? Like if you reached a point where you said, I'm successful, I don't want anything else, then fine. But if my ideas of success and priorities don't change over the next few years, it will be because I've personally become a bit too stagnant and comfortable. So it's then noticing that and pushing yourself to reconsider because you could be happier if that's what you want. So it's yeah. yeah, no, I totally get that. I think it's it's part of the growth process. And especially when you are at this stage of life where there's a lot of changes and a lot of things are going on <clears throat> and it's a constant growth process. And I don't think that comes without reevaluating what your priorities are along the way and understanding understanding what areas of your life that you really want to focus on and develop over the coming years I think it's just an ongoing process completely agree I think that's been a really interesting conversation and we hope that you found that useful too we would love to hear what your definition of success is and how you have had your ideas of success and your priorities change over the past couple of years so please don't forget to get in touch with the contact details that are in the show notes we'll be back next week with a new episode but in the meantime stay safe and we will speak to you soon bye Bye.